Let's do it, Bobby. Yeah, talking sports. Swing! This is the LMB Show. Welcome, welcome. You talking to me? Yep, it's that time of season again with the RB Show featuring me, Richard Gomez, and me, Brian Goins. Go! Now back up, put the gun down, and give me a pack of tropical fruit bubblicious. And some Skittles. You complete me. What? Child, please. Gomez. And this is Brian Goins. This show will be featuring all major subjects on pro sports, especially the big local three, the Miami Heat, the Miami Dolphins, and the Florida Marlins. Yes, we are. And this is, if I don't know if you knew or not, but this is be a Miami sports lo- locally show. We're not going to really talk about the other areas, but if it's something big like Tiger Woods or something like that, we might bring it Yeah, up. we'll just throw it in there yeah, we should occasionally. But okay. um, today's major topic includes, there's a new marshal in town, and his <laughs> name is Brandon. Brandon Marshall. Yes, he now has joined part of the... Weekend receiving core of the Miami Dolphins. Not anymore. Now it's been um, upgraded. Revamps. Thank you, God. Yes. Um, Brian, tell me what you think about this. I think it's a great of a trade. Hell of a trade. And I guess Bill Parcells worked his ass off, and he must have listened to the fans because just a couple of days ago, when San Antonio Holmes got traded, I was. I was yeah. almost worried that we were going to do anything. We're not going to throw our. I, was actually, I wasn't worried. I was frustrated. I was know? frustrated, but I was worried. Like, why are we just sitting here not. Not acting up, not getting any, not, well, not trading in draft picks. We could have just got San Antonio Holmes for a fifth round pick. I would have done. Why that. did we do that? That was a pretty. That was a, that was a steal. Yes, that was a steal. But I mean, just not to mention like before then, we we had no receiver. And now look, look at this, look at this. We got we got number one receiver, Brandon Marshall. Yeah, yeah. I can argue that he's at least top three in the league. Some yeah. people say top five. Top five, top I, six. I say he's top three. After that season here last year, he's been mm-hmm. very consistent yes. with all this. Very consistent, and he's very young. I mean, he's only 25. 26, actually. 26. Okay, 26. But still, for that age and the wide receiver who's his caliber. See, Brian, if you were playing the the birthday game of George O'Donnell show, you would you would know this already. What? This is like past. This is. Did you win tickets for this? No. No. I lost to Ricky Waters. That question killed me. Yes. Um, people, if you don't know, <laughs> we play a birthday game a lot. So if you want, you can listen to us on George O'Donnell show. But we might be using the name of Fernando for some reason. And we okay. might be cheating. We might be cheating. Back on topic. Um. So top three, yeah, I would consider that. I guess number one would be Larry Fitzgerald, right? Yeah. yeah. And then number two would have to be Miami local native uh, Andre yeah, Johnson. He, no, he was like, wasn't he? Wasn't? Oh yeah, yeah. Andre Johnson. So and then I guess some people might add in there Calvin Johnson and maybe uh, Miles Austin, which I no, already believe. No, no. Which I already believe, but there's some people that say that. That's crazy. No, no. Miles Austin had one good year. This guy had yeah. I I I've I've angered about this. Years. I've tired about this before. And no, Miles Austin's only had one good year. While well, Brandon Marshall's had five experienced years of over a hundred catches. You just can't, you know. Yeah, he's he he just had a, a but, fluke year. Fluke now, year. now let's talk. Let's continue this topic. But a little note on the issue. Um, yes. A lot of people are scared of 
his off the field off the issue. field issues. Yes. Um, some people think that this trade might not actually that be that good because Barry Marshall is almost like more of a risk and a reward. And uh, to me myself, I I hope that I he see. doesn't mess up again because he could get suspended for a whole year and we just wasted all that money because we signed for a five-year, $46 million contract and you don't want to waste money on your cat space on someone that might be out suspended for a whole year. Yeah, I, I really think that the the money and the 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 addition of Coach Sperano, yes. Bill Parcells, Bill Parcells. I, I think they'll keep him in check. Yes, well, I guess they realized that once they traded for him. But after seeing that receiving core from last year, I think for we we were def that was definitely worth the risk. Yes, it was definitely worth the risk. I mean, yeah, Devon Best, you have Greg Caramillo, Ted Ginn. You can't really count them every year and every game for those kind of production numbers you want from your wide receiver core. Yeah, now you we're, need, now, 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 we're more now with Ben Marshall, you can now rely on your receiving core, and it's actually one of your greatest strengths in the team now. So what does this leave Ted Ginn? Is it he's an all man out or what? You know, he's he's been trade rumors recently. Um, I've heard Cowboys mentioning. Um, I heard Jets also, which is pretty interesting. The Jets want everyone. I know they want everyone. Here, give me him. Give me him. Just get everyone. But you know what? After before we had Brandon Marshall, I love, I love their aggressive attitude. That was really cool. It was very nice to see. Even though they were, I wouldn't call them mediocre, but they were like underrated wide receivers. I like to see them like you no, know, just overrated. Over, not overrated. No, they're underrated. I want, I like to see them. You know. Fights to to gain position in that team. Make sure make sure that they they work th themselves out so they can have a good game. You know. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see where you're going. But you know, there's this one thing I want to talk about, and it's more of the risk reward thing. But how Brandon Marshall was actually available. I mean, just mention. Uh, talk about this. I was so shocked when I heard about this. I I, I didn't think they were gonna do anything. I thought they were gonna get Des Bryant, which what I thought was. What well, didn't make sense to me because they could get someone who's a veteran player who's proven himself that he's, he's, himself, yes. he's amazing. Yes. Why would you get? Why would you draft a receiver the first round draft pick? Not to and mention I, that you have to pay him so much money because now the NFL draft's so crazy. You're paying like all these rookies. But so like, it's not like Des Bryant was yes. a, a angel himself. He had problems himself also, so it didn't make sense. So I, I guess Bill Parcells thought this through and got Brandon Marshall. Yeah, but um, like I said, it's. Brandon Marshall, the only reason why he's probably available is because of his off-the-field issues. I mean, look at it. You're not seeing people like Larry Fitzgerald. You're not seeing people like Anthony Johnson out there available. If you have the chance to get a Brandon Marshall, even with his uh -huh. off-the-field issues, you go after him. You go after him willingly. Yeah, yeah. Bill Marshall actually has a lot of experience with these type of guys. Back with uh, the Cowboys, you got Terrell Owens. Um, who was the guy with the Jets? Um, the guy in the Jets, I think Braylon Edwards. He had some off-the-field no, issues. No, some other guy. Some other guy. Um, it's not really hitting me now, but yeah, me either. You you guys get the point. Yeah, but there, there's so many wide receivers that have the off the field issues, and but Bill still had at least one of them. And every team he helped win a championship or at least become a play competitive a team. giant playoff contender. Yeah. But um, so you want to talk about how Baron Marshall might affect the team? I think he significantly improved them. And what areas do you think? Do you think he'll be able to? I give think you their offense is not lopsided anymore yeah. like as it was before you know just running the game yeah before you used the wildcat almost every play yeah that, I mean, last year it was the it wasn't that was much of a gimmick anymore I, I think this year they have more weapons now I think they should go if they were to drop yeah. Des Bryant that, if Denver, Denver didn't take him before them that would be yeah. that would be a shocker and how do you think uh, the addition of Brandon Marshall affects Chad Henney and his potential well growth? now we get to see there's no excuses this time last year we were like he did okay you know, he was a rookie. Yeah. Not really a rookie, but... Well, he, it was his first, first year as a starter. Exactly. He, now he doesn't have an excuse. 
Like now we get to see what he's yeah, really made of. Yeah, we get to see how he's really made of. But I think, I guess, you, Barry Marshall, just like he did with Kyle Orton, will make Chad Haney a better quarterback. You can't really do any worse, right? But now we get to see if he could actually become an accurate quarterback, throw to him down the field. You get to see those long passes with his arm. I yeah, mean, that's something we missed a lot last year. We didn't. I think it was only like two this plays the whole year with Ted again. Yeah, this is, I'm really pumped up for this year. Yeah. This has been an ongoing, an ongoing cold war between the Dol- Dolphins and Jets also. Yeah. Seeing, oh, we're going to get the better draft pick. I mean, not draft pick, um, better... Better player. Better player. Yeah, better acquisition. And it's been like that the whole season. Like, yes, right it after Antonio Holmes, that's when Bill Price says, you know no, what? No, yeah. Well, yeah. The Jets got Ladane Tomlinson. They got uh, Cromartie from the Chargers. They got all these players, and we were stuck with just Carl's Dansby. And, and I felt, unle- I felt left alone. <laughs> I felt left alone. I was I was slightly confused on how Bill Parcells originally didn't want to get Brandon Marshall because of his off-field well, issues, but he got Richie Incognito, who is the dirtiest player in the game, so it doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, on Sports Illustrated, I saw a poll, and he's, he was voted by all of, all the players in the NFL that he was he's the most like the worst player to be on the team with. Yeah, that guy has I mean, you, you've seen videos of him stomping on people's faces on YouTube? <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't be laughing, but... Uh, it's, yeah. not, it's not nice, but it's happened, and we have him. At least we have some more attitude in our team. Yes, at least we have more of a, a tougher mentality, I guess. But uh, do you think now, if we were to keep, let's just say, I don't, yes, okay. let's say we were to keep Ted Ginn, mm-hmm. does that make him more more open because of Brandon Marshall? You mean more of a threat? because Brandon Marshall might be like double teamed? Not not just that, but like they're not really all oh, Ted Ginn. He's he's whatever. He drops everything. You think he, he might he, be able to get open more? He runs a straight route, like with his speed. Yeah. Do you think they're just kind of... You know, that's a good That's a good question. You know what? That might just happen next year. I, I wouldn't be shocked to see a lot of our receivers from last year actually have better numbers because of Brandon Marshall alone. I think with Brandon Marshall, he he makes the whole team better. I agree. He makes the whole team better. He'll make Chad Henney have better stats. So if you're looking at fantasy football, I think he's a very underrated quarterback to draft next year. And if you're looking at wide receivers, I'm sure Devon Best will have a breakout year. Yeah, but a lot of ESPN um, analysts said last year they've actually predicted that um, Brandon Marshall would not get 100 catches this year. That he would just be uh, yeah, he would just get 80. He would just get 80, and he actually surpassed that a lot. That one game against uh, he had 30 catches. He bre- he broke a record that game. I was if you never if you didn't see the game that was against that the Colts, was right? that was against the Colts and that it was, was very good. Ridiculous. He if we could have that player on this team. You'd be seeing a lot of changes on our offense. With our running game as it is, as it's one of the best with Ricky Williams, Ronnie Brown, and then you add you add a Chan Hetty growth and you add a Brandon Marshall, you get to see a, a true offense form and that'll be scary for the rest of the so league. So who who do you think we're, I personally don't know, know the guys who we're gonna possibly draft, but I'm asking you. Who do you think we're gonna actually draft now that we have a wide receiver? You know, it's a good question. I've been hearing names of Eric Berry from Texas, and also if, if he's still there, if he's still there, I've been hearing Des Bryant still. I mean, it would be nice to have another wide receiver along with be, Brandon Marshall. That would be. I mean, two top line wide receivers in one off season is something anyone would like to have. Yeah, that would, that would surprise. <laughs> Any more names have you heard? Um, of, I've heard this guy from, I think, was it Texas Tech? Or was it Georgia Tech, the uh, linebacker? One of the techs. Morgan. I think Terrence Morgan. Terrence Morgan, he's actually a good linebacker. And I think if we add him with a cause Dansby, it actually solidifies our middle linebacker, especially with the, the you know the subtraction of uh, Joy uh, Porter. So we have a lot of holes to fill, even though we got a Byron Marshall. What about the nose tackle? Nose tackle is actually a good position we need to fill because, as you know, Jason Ferguson's out the first eight games of the year. 
due to um, drug use suspension. And, and outside linebacker they need too, right? Outside linebacker, which is what I was saying, Terrence Morgan um, probably filled that hole. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really clear on my, uh, on my um, positions, but isn't Jason Taylor play? Um, Jason Taylor plays outside linebacker. He's okay, a, he's so a defensive why just, end. Why don't we just resign him? We well, he's right now he's a free agent, so he's almost available for any team. It doesn't mean he's going to be back with us next year, even though it probably is more likely. But as you've heard, the two teams that are out for him are Dolphins and the Jets. So that was, your, that was Brian's little draft preview, right? Yes, it was my little draft draft preview. Thank you very much, yes. Brian. Um, but but hey, well, I'll, we'll talk about more like about this next next podcast because I want to talk about how maybe the rest of our team will be solidified. Our holes are safety, linebacker, and no tackle. Yes. Okay. Let's so see. next podcast. What's today's date. Today's the today is the, the draft. The draft is next Saturday and Sunday at. 8, 7.30 p.m. So seven days to the next draft. Yes, seven days. All right, guys, seven days to the next draft, and we'll be really pumped up for this. I'm going to be watching very closely. And, um, yeah, next podcast, we're definitely going to break it, break down the NFL draft and how you think the Dolphins will solidify their their open positions. Hey. Well, this has been a great show. Um, hey. This is Richard Gomez. And this is Brian Cohen's. Would I say, like say thank you to all our viewers from South Florida and the United States, if you guys are listening. And China. <laughs> and China. But thank you for having us. Goodbye. Hey, bro. Work it. Bye bye.